Thank you for listening to Live, Love, Give, Lead. I'm Brandy. And I'm Devon. And we are two entrepreneurs with a passion for supporting women in their personal and professional lives. All right. We are here for another episode with Brandy and Devon. Yep. Devon here. Brandy here. <laughs> I don't know. We have to figure out a better introduction. Yeah. Well, we um, have our, our formal intro. So we do. Okay. <laughs> so today we just got back from Tulum. Right? Yes. And what a great experience. I it was had a amazing. great experience. Yeah. And had so many big takeaways mm-hmm. and really have even more clarity on my life and just my business, my personal life. So much. There were so many takeaways, but one of the great takeaways, I thought we had this um, tattoo. So for those of you who aren't aware, we also belong to a networking group called Boss Ladies Referral Crew. Mm -hmm. And so we took a trip to Tulum for three nights, right? Four days. And um, we were with, well, it was a total of 12. 12 women. And it Mm -hmm. was, you know, entrepreneurs or um, women that, you know, also were a part of this networking. So like Kelly, who's the owner, also Mm -hmm. had a few staff there. But anyhow, um, I said it was a success if you could have 12 headstrong women in one place and we didn't kill each other, right? Yeah. And all from different backgrounds and different ages. I mean, it really was actually a pretty mixed group. Diverse on a whole nother level. Because the businesses were diverse and then the personalities, the culture. I mean, everything was just very diverse. So I thought it was a great experience. Um, But one of the takeaways from there, um, Kelly had us put on this little you know, temporary tattoo that said collaboration over competition. And I loved that Um, because I definitely felt while we were there, there was some women for sure that um, it was, I don't know that it was competitive, but they weren't allowing themselves to be vulnerable enough Mm -hmm. to really, I think, have some big takeaways like I did. Now, I can't yeah. speak on their behalf. That could be true, could not be true. But their energy towards me, or I don't know if you felt this way too, Brandy, mm-hmm. I definitely felt like there was some issues with being competitive. Like, you know, couldn't yeah. really connect on the level I had hoped because they had to upkeep this persona or, right? Yeah, I definitely felt that too. Just, And I think this happens in groups of people in general, but definitely yeah. within groups of women. You're spending so much time trying to figure everybody else out or present a certain persona so that you're perceived a certain way. It's just like, I feel like that's too much, you know, to think about, but I feel like many people can get caught up in that and then you don't have that opportunity to really connect, let alone collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. And there was only a handful. I mean, I I would say there was probably two that stand out um, in my mind with kind of that that um, attitude towards, yeah. you know, and, and I think it stems from insecurity, but that's a whole nother, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of like the imposter syndrome that we yeah. talked about, which will be another episode. But I, I really felt that that was the case. And and unfortunately, you know, these girls also, these women had so much to offer. And it was, yeah. it was a shame for sure that it, that it was still competitive in a place where we should have been collaborating. So, yeah. But there were so many people though, that were open. Oh yeah. And ready like I to said, learn. I think it was two out of 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it was great. Yeah. So I I thought it was great, but anyways, I thought it'd be great to talk about because this is so true. One thing that I've always been complimented on as a leader is that I really try to 
um, you know, have my staff r- rise above with me, right, mm-hmm. and surpass me. And that is definitely a great quality of a great leader. Now, mm-hmm. it definitely can be scary because you have to prepare that, you know, your birdie could leave the nest and fly away. And <laughs> and, and that's happened to me. I've had um, people that when I owned a salon, you know, that went and opened their own salons. But I really took it as a compliment. Like, wow, right. I must have empowered them that much that they felt they could do it on their own. So, but it's easy, right? Your ego mm-hmm. to like... And your insecurity to like, oh, I don't know, you know, maybe I should kind of oppress them. What if they leave? And so, you know, and I think this has a lot to do with collaboration. So Mm -hmm. anyhow, um, I would say that collaborating is when I was doing some more research, like I didn't want to just go off my opinions. It was really interesting what I found about people who collaborate versus who people who compete. And it's kind of like that epiphany that I had when I'd always say, well, I'm type A personality. And then I read what type A is (laughs) and it was kind of harsh. And I thought, well, I have some qualities that are type A, but I wouldn't categorize myself as a type A because it Mm -hmm. wasn't all positive attributes. Right. Yeah. And so um, this, this say, I had the same discovery with competition. I always say, well, I am competitive. And then when I started reading about what it is to be competitive, that was kind of ugly. You're too. like, is that good? Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> um, and so I just thought it'd be a great thing to talk about because I know, especially being in the beauty industry, a big, you know, a large portion of my life, um, it, it was always very competitive. And so I remember being maybe 18 years old. There was a really high-end salon in Birmingham. I had the opportunity to work at one of my first experiences. And um, there was a makeup artist who had come from New York. And and I remember watching her while I was at the front desk. Her station was right next to me. And I remember her saying to me, don't watch. Turn your head. Like She she, Yes. And I remember thinking, oh, oh, you know, and I'm 18, so I'm super impressionable. And I thought, oh, I, I better turn away. And so it wasn't, you know, here you could inspire an 18-year-old, you know, to maybe be something so great and be a great makeup artist. Instead, I was scared to death that she was going to, I was going to get in trouble because I was watching her apply makeup. That's well, I had the opposite experience because when I worked for Nordstrom long ago, um, there was a girl there and she was, she was a rock star. She just killed it in sales and all of her clientele were like, um, you know, the basketball players' wives and like different Mm -hmm. local celebrities. And I remember watching her work and going, oh, I love that. She just had a great way about how she would sell it was very personal but it was also intentional and I remember her saying like you know she would see me watching her and say like Brandy well you know if you have somebody come in and they they ask you this this is what you should do and she really you know kind of coached me um so definitely I had the opposite experience with that she was very collaborative and didn't see me as a as a threat you know And I think most women that I've aligned myself with are, in fact, collaborators because I really don't enjoy that super competitive Mm -hmm. um, feel. I mean, which is why we belong to Boss Ladies, right, right. is because we want to collaborate. But it's out there. And I really think, honestly, it stems from insecurities, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, that would be my my thought. But anyway, so some of the things that I found, and I thought this was very interesting, what makes a good collaborator? Because then, of course, I'm doing my my own self-assessment, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, (laughs) yes, you know, all of a sudden now I'm making it about me, which I have to, you know, hone back in, stop making it about myself. Um, But some of the, um, I guess, adjectives, if you will. Characteristics, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, and characteristics, but adjectives that I think I found that describe what, you know, those might be good collaborators might be. 
um, is not a control freak. I guess it wouldn't be adjectives. It'd be verbs, adverbs. Why are we going into an English session? I don't know. I think okay, we always we're going to stick to characteristics. <laughs> um, anyways, not a control freak, openly shares skills, mm-hmm. risk-taking is encouraged, only shares resources. Oh, openly shares resources. Yes, not only. <laughs> yeah, openly shares information. So this was another situation. Remember when I told you about the book? Yeah. I so I, there was this great book that was recommended to me. And then I was like telling her, I was so excited. Thank you so much for that book. And she said, oh, I have another one for you. And I said, oh, you do? And she said, oh, yeah, but you'll have to email me and I'll let you know what it is. And I just thought she immediately put mm-hmm. a stop to our conversation because I was so taken back. Like, okay, what? You know what I mean? I, I just felt like, why wouldn't you just share that? Yeah, it's like you want to share, but then you just stopped the sharing all of a sudden. Yeah, it was, it was strange. Yeah. So um, anyway, so openly shares information. And we do this. We've done this at the academy. The girls that teach the bridal um, business part, oh, they yeah. tell our students everything. Like yep. you could literally mirror um, Crystal, who is our instructor, her business step by step and be successful. And she has, you know, her, her business is at, I don't know, I think a couple hundred thousand a year on a Mm -hmm. part-time bridal business, not too shabby. Um, and so she's open and gives everything. And I think everyone here does, there is Mm -hmm. no like, Oh, I'm going to tell you this much, but then I'm not going to tell you the rest. So, and I think that's important for anyone that's in education. How do you withhold, you know, you, in education, I think the only time you withhold is if you're trying to show someone a progression of learning, right? Like where you don't want to give them too much, but if you're in the business, yeah, it's not based on, oh, well, no, I'm not going to share that information with you or I don't want to yet. (laughs) Yeah. Because it makes me feel like you're going back into like competitive. Right. Right. Not collaborative. Um, So has follow-up questions, constructive conflict. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot um, because I think that's healthy. Generous, appreciative, listens to understand, Mm -hmm. flexible, disciplined, egoless. That's really hard for me too. I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. It's it's hard for everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, and trusting. That's a big one. I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. My example earlier, when I am, you know, preparing my staff to one day they'll leave and they may open their own thing. I have to have trust that this is their journey. This is what I prepared them for. And this is really what serves me because I did my job. And right. and also, so it's that feeling of like, you know, this was my intention and I got mm-hmm. to see it follow all the way through. So, And I think a, a good collaborative collaborator, I was going to say collaborator, um, you know, is someone that makes people feel safe so that they can trust them. You know what I mean? I think that's so important. Like if someone shares with you information that, you know, is, is personal, you know, that's not something you go out and share with anyone else. I'm really big on that. I think it's important to protect, you know, the things that people share with you, especially in confidence. And if you really want to build trust in someone, you have to make them feel safe. Yeah. So one, I would say that is a hundred percent sure. And that wasn't on my list. So I'm glad you shared that. Um, so what are the characteristics of competitors? Ooh. Ooh. Well, and this, and I consider myself a competitor. So I was like, Oh, (laughs) am I any of these things? That's so funny. Um, so we have ego is at the forefront. Um, and I think I always think of athletes when I think of competitiveness, you know, or competitive nature, and it is good to have competition, but uh, yeah, I think the collaboration is, is, is definitely more, um, well, it's, it's interesting because it's also I, I think there's good and bad and there's right? perspective. I mean, this research I did, you know, is kind of putting the 
kibosh on, you know, being, being a competitor. Yeah. Um, but anyway, some of the things I found is egos at the forefront, enjoy yeah. debating, but defensive in approach. Yeah. Not great listeners, mm -hmm. control freaks, impatient, mm -hmm. thrive in pressurized environments, which I thought was so interesting. That's kind of you. That's totally <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, know. I was like, you love being under an extreme amount of pressure, and that's when you perform best. I love it. I know. Um, Is that bad? I feel like that's good. I know. I know. I was, like I said, I was like, oh, okay, am I any of these? Should I be alarmed that I'm some of these? Right. Um, can appear stubborn or arrogant, strong desire to win and not to lose at any cost. Mm. I don't think that's me at all. Strong desire to win and not lose it. At any cost, I mean, like, me, no, 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 I'm not going to be yeah. destructive on the way, right? Like the people that climb their way on the corporate and ladder, do nasty kind of thing. things, yeah. and shysty. No, that's not yeah. you. No. Um, direct. That's, that's definitely, you. That's definitely <laughs> me. I always, you know, before I hire somebody, I let them know, which is weird, and probably a psychologist would say you need to work on that. But I always let them know, like, you'll never have to wonder what I'm thinking because I'll tell you. So can you handle that? Because if you can't handle that, you probably shouldn't work for me. And I think they're a little taken back, but I'm like, I want them to know later down the road when things, you know, maybe get derailed and we have to have a really intense conversation. I warned you in your interview. <laughs> um, not always trustworthy. Yeah, Does that's it, what we were just talking yes, about. With the, yeah. Shiesty, kind of mm -hmm. shady. Doesn't always play fair. Mm -hmm. Use uses risky leverage. leverage. Yeah, those were great things. And so yeah, they were. Um, those that was definitely a great like oh eye opener about you know how easy though really collaboration can go into competition. And right. so, you know, even if you're brainstorming, you're at a meeting and you're starting to brainstorm and you just want to override this person's dumb idea. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you just really point out all the reasons on why that particular product is not going to work instead of being a good listener and giving their product a fair chance. That's a collaborator. Well, remember, we actually learned that at an event that we went to, uh, the man from Disney, remember he talked about how they work on creative projects. I loved that. Oh, he said, yeah. When it's a brainstorming session, and he was talking about collaboration. Yes. He said, you know, when we have a new project that we're working on or a new idea, um, their rule was if it's a brainstorming session, then no one is allowed to say an objection. Like you just let the ideas flow freely and get your creativity out. Even if it seems like insurmountable, um, you just lay it out there. Yeah. And then there was a separate meeting or series of meetings to then go in and like vet some of those ideas and see what really is realistic or practical yeah. or what can we do. So I think that's really important too, like having an intention for the collaboration, right? Like well, I, it was very hard for me because I tried to go back and like not, because basically he was saying <laughs> you cannot poo-poo any idea. Yes. Even if it's like, well, we should paint all the walls booger green. You should say, all right. Yeah, yeah let's, let's write that down. Let's write that down. And it was like, oh, this is going to be so hard for me because my, my nature is to criticize. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Mm -hmm. And so when it's constructive, it's good, right? So right. Um, that was interesting. And that was very tough for me to do because mm -hmm. in part two, I'm like, well, we don't have time. Disney, Disney guy, there's a bazillion dollar budget. <laughs> we don't have time to collaborate like and five, five different hours. times yeah. and, and blow smoke up somebody's tush because 
you know, we should, and we should be kind. So I will say that was tricky, but it did make people feel safe that they could, you know, contribute ideas, even if they were going to be shot down. Later. <laughs> Later. Um, so that was, that was really a great takeaway. And, and for those of you listening, it really is a, a way to make your team feel very safe mm-hmm. um, when you're not poking holes. Like that yeah. would be for the next session or even the next, you know, hour of collaboration. And it doesn't have to be for five hours or five weeks. It could just be for 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. you have to tailor it to you. But So as I'm reading, you know, the, basically, the takeaway was it's great to be competitive, mm-hmm. but being competitive against yourself and this idea of personal best, yes. right? Are you yep. doing your personal best? That is a really great source of healthy competition. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. And and yeah. we've had to learn so many times being in this industry, you know, we had to keep our head in our cars, right? On the, in, the, in our own lane, in mm-hmm. our eyes straight ahead. And not to veer and wonder what everybody else is doing. Because so every true. time we do that, we get off track and we feel some kind of way and, oh, we should be doing this or maybe insecure about our sales or, or enrollment or whatever whatever it may be. And so we have learned to just be our own, our own personal best here, even at the mm-hmm. Academy, as far as, um, you know, what we're doing business-wise. Yeah. And that's something that we've shared with the students over the years. You know, um, only compare, there was actually an instructor that said this once, only compare your work to your last work. And I loved that uh, because it's true. Like if you're in competition with yourself and that's the goal, you want to continue to grow and move forward and move ahead. You know, that's the best comparison or competition is with yourself. Yeah. And I would imagine that gets a little sticky with, um, people that are in hardcore sales, right? Yep. And, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, they're encouraged to squash their colleague, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As far as goals. So I would imagine that gets sticky. But again, if you have your own personal goals, then maybe working 800, hour, 800 hours a week to have, you know, this amount of sales, maybe may, is not what you intended for yourself anyway. So mm-hmm. I think personal competition is the best competition. But Definitely. Um, questions we want to ask ourselves. So what yeah. has made you great or a great or not so great collaborator, Brandy? So I think part of what has made me a great collaborator, I do love collaborating, love working with a team. I think we both feel that way, uh, that we we thrive in, in team. But definitely, I, I think going back to my point earlier, I make people feel safe. Um, that is one great thing about me. Uh, I also don't, don't allow people to make excuses even myself. So the same standard I have for myself, I hold others to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important for collaboration is, you know, you don't collaborate. So just everybody gets along. Mm-hmm. You collaborate for an end goal in mind. So yeah. those are two things I would say that make me a great collaborator. How about you? Yeah. I don't know that I'm a great collaborator. I think really? I'm a good collaborator. Yeah. Because I tend to up the system. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just like, no, that's not going to work because blah, blah, blah. I, I think I've gotten to a point in business where again, it's, um, it's being efficient with our time. Mm-hmm. And so part of me is just like, no, we're not going down that road. And, and and also I think because I have a lot of creatives that I work with, right? So yeah. that right brain can kind of take a detour. Got to reel them in. Got to reel them in. We're not going to be in a seven-hour meeting. Um, so I think that's probably made me less of a good collaborator. Now, in circumstances or situations where um, I am in a group setting I have learned to take a step back because I am a born leader, right? This mm-hmm. is my nature. So it's very easy to just want to take over or tell you how to do something better. And also my nature is wanting to um, support women and mm-hmm. help them rise above, right? And yeah. so 
that sometimes cannot make a great collaborator because then I'm just, you know, wanting to have my ideas stowed upon them. So, but I would say like our situation in Tulum, you know, I feel like, you know, okay, let's, yeah, let's do this. And okay, that's a good idea. When I knew in my head, I had to like really be um, conscious of this because Mm -hmm. I wanted to just say, well, here's how we could do it. And it would be better and faster and easier. And so I don't know why we're doing it this way. (laughs) But um, so I think I have some things I can work on as far as collaboration. Now, when you brainstorm and we have collaborative, like creative sessions, I'm yeah. a great collaborator because well, that's what, yeah. yeah, I, I can work. I have to work in a team. There's no doubt when I freelanced makeup for so long, it was terrible. It was like, I hated being mm-hmm. by myself. So I do love the team atmosphere. I love bouncing ideas off each other that in that capacity, I am a great collaborator and I can really compliment somebody else's ideas mm-hmm. In other circumstances. And especially about serious business decisions, I can be less of a great collaborator and really just get down to that's just not going to work. Yeah. And just being a leader and exercising. Yeah. So I think, think sometimes my leadership abilities and my collaborator abilities clash. <laughs> um, and I'd love to hear our listeners insight on that because yes. maybe they, maybe they've had the same issue or maybe they can really find a solution to my problem here. Right. <laughs> and, and I have to pay my therapist. So that'd be great. You can share that. Um, so what is essential about collaborating? Hmm, what I think you, you said, you said safe. I mean, you have yeah. to, right? Yeah. I think that's where it starts, you know? And yeah. then, um, once you've established safety, I think then people are open to like, ideas or sharing or, you know what I mean? Hearing what you have to say and vice versa. So I I really think that's the start of it. I don't know. uh, I feel like it's energy. I can tell you when I have the same energy and we're on the same frequency, right? My team, we are on fire. That is very true. And we kick out some amazing ideas, some amazing new initiatives. I will say that I think that's really essential. You have to have the same energy because it's a battle when there's even one person in that meeting that doesn't have that same energy. I agree because, well, I think, too, being like an empath, right, you you really feed off of that. So it just either brings you down or shoots you right up. Or you spend all your energy trying to lift them up, and then you don't have any energy to collaborate. Exactly, and it's a time waste at that point. Yeah, we've all had one of those. Yeah. Um, so what kind of damage is caused when competition takes over collaboration? What do you think? Mm. This is, I think, very damaging. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, first of all, the way the world works, it's built on relationships. So the moment you become so competitive where you're trying to overtake the other person or really like almost fight with them, yeah. um, you start to ruin your network. I think as a business person and you damage relationships and then your reputation follows that. So I really feel like it can be a a personal damning of character almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, cause you to become ostracized in your community. Um, and then people don't want to work with you, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, businesses, do rise because of competition, right? McDonald's and Burger King can be on opposite corners. Yeah. But, you know, if, if done the wrong way, competition, uh, they really can just, I mean, your business can be crushed by that, I feel like. And definitely your personal integrity. Oh, yeah. Your and your your network, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I've definitely collaborated with other people in the beauty industry or I've, um, you know, even in school settings. And I am not threatened by anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I 
am just not. Um, sure, there's definitely been some detrimental things that have happened mm-hmm. and we've been threatened with, but I don't really look at anyone as my competition. We've always tried to do that. You know, even when we've done um, business assessments or, you know, business loans, they'll say, who's your, you know, who's your three competitors? And it's like, well... I don't really have to be competitors because I'm my own competition. And I think that's important. I mean, I, you know, I have the salon and (laughs) this is an interesting story, but I was, I got off vacation and received a phone call, like actually while I was on vacation, I think. And uh, one of the girls from the team said, oh, so just so you know, like so-and-so that used to work here opened up a place next door. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's exciting. Um, And, you know, I feel like how you view what other people do as competitive things. A competitive business open up right next door. Yeah. Okay. Which and uh, you're not bur- you're not the 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 magnitude of Burger King and McDonald's. So that's a little yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's how you interpret those things. Like you said, not being threatened by that. Yeah. I know where I am. I'm in my lane. Like we talked about earlier, just stay in focus. Don't trail off over here. Stay focused on your lane, and then you'll be successful regardless of what other people are do- doing. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so what kind? Last of, question. Yeah, yeah. La- last question. What kind of attributes should we look for when determining if a business partner or colleague has collaborative qualities? I'm going to ask you what you think first. Um, I think again, energy is important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, having some critical thinking skills. Yes. Because you can collaborate and like, just tell me what I want to hear mm-hmm. and, you know, pacify me. Oh, Devon, that's a great idea. That's a, you have to be active in the collaboration process. Mm-hmm. So I would want somebody that has critical thinking skills. I would definitely want somebody that makes me feel safe, right. And mm-hmm. not um, a bully or makes me feel bad about my ideas, but instead, you know, carefully may deconstruct like that isn't a great idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say those are probably the top few energy, safety, and critical thinking. I, I love that you said critical thinking because I think sometimes people uh, have a misconception about what collaboration is. Like you're just bouncing ideas off of each other. To me, that's not real real collaboration because strategy is a huge part of collaboration. And so if the person doesn't have critical thinking skills, how can you possibly strategize for the next best thing? Yeah. So I, I love that you brought that up and I would agree with the others. I feel like those are, in a nutshell, I think we've kind of captured what collaboration is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, I loved Ooh. this. Yeah. What? No, go ahead. I was going to ask why you why you want to align yourself with people who collaborate and compete. Oh, yeah. This is great. Yeah. I, I have to work on a team. I thrive mm-hmm. in a team setting. Mm-hmm. I thrive in collaboration. Even though I am a leader and my husband might disagree that <laughs> we don't collaborate on anything at home. It's just one way highway over here. Um, and that's... It's again my leadership combating with my um, ability to be a great collaborator, mm-hmm. um, and so I would say that I love it. I love just the little nuggets of even going to some of these networking events. Mm-hmm. The nuggets of information that I get from other women, mm-hmm. it somehow impacts me in some area of my life. Yeah. It could be my personal life. It could be my health. It could be my business. It could be relationships. I really love collaborating because I need to be with other people. Mm -hmm. Some people are great working solo. I mean, look at the popularity of these. um, Well, actually, it's the opposite. 
it's interesting because I think most people like to work with somebody. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people like to work solo because this is why they have these all these offices now, collaborative space. Oh, yeah. Like so you're not working space. in isolation. And instead mm-hmm. you're and, and it's that cliche of, you know, two minds are better than one. And I'm dating mm-hmm. myself because that's a really old cliche <laughs> that my grandma would say. Um, but really, that's that's part of how I feel. And yeah. always, it's so great to bring a different perspective That's right. to any subject or creative project or whatever it is that you're exploring as with a team. Um, I think perspective is everything. It is. And I think um, sometimes having someone else's perspective on that note, it either solidifies your own or it makes you think of something in a new way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and or I it even that. irritates you and is or like, well, you. that's not even relevant Mm -hmm. but the good thing about even being irritated it still poked a hole in what your original you know belief might have been so I think it's great but um I really wanted to end with this quote um with when other people achieve great success it motivates you to work even harder Mm -hmm. so I think that's also help healthy competition though right? right not Going, you know, not playing down like, wow, she was amazing. She did an amazing job, in, you know, in one capacity or another. And celebrating that and then say, well, if she can do it, then I, I surely she, can do it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it is actually motivating to see others' success based on your perspective. Yeah. Right? This was another one I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we just have about a minute left. But losing to a competitor motivates you to make specific changes to rebound mm-hmm. and strategize how to win the next time. Again, I think that's healthy competition. That's so right. I didn't win this time. And maybe it's not always winning and losing, but it's your own, again, your own assessment of competition, mm-hmm. your birth pe- bleh, your personal best, whatever that might be. Right. And maybe you lost in some capacity to a competitor or to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that is really healthy. To I have. think that's super healthy, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, you can be super motivated by seeing other one, someone else do better than you. You know what I mean? Like really being able to look at, well, what was it? And, and, you know, pick out what made them so successful. What strategy did they use that I can implement? So, and I think that's honestly being a person that's open to growing and learning. A hundred percent. You welcome that competition. Yeah. So thank awesome. you everyone for listening. Thank you. Another successful podcast in the books. Yes, for Live, Love, Give, Lead. Make sure you subscribe, comment, uh, follow and stalk us on social media, all that good stuff. We'd love to hear your feedback. Yes, thank you so much. Have a great day. Ciao for now. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. And don't forget to visit our website for your free download on how to discover your true identity at livelovegivelead.com. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, live your best life, love unconditionally, give generously, and lead by example.